3: Hey, thanks for listening to the Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern,
1: 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Yeah!
3: Hey, that's us. Bring it in! That's us. What's up? Cavino and Rich. And guess what, everybody? It's
1: Friday!
4: Friday!
3: Friday! Friday! Friday, Friday. Friday. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. I do love that. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. TireRack! Super pumped. Some of us a little hungover from the big holiday bash yesterday for Fox Sports Radio. Ooh, how you feeling, Lorena? You were bringing it last night.
5: Oh my God. I had the best time, but I'm feeling a little, honestly, I
6: stayed up way too late last night.
3: You yeah. know what? We all yeah. had a good time. We're going to have a great Friday. It's Cavino and Rich, and we be rocking out. Let's go. We got some guests stopping by to talk some college foosball.
1: Oh, it's chaos. I, by the way, if you're not rooting for college football chaos, I don't know where you at.
3: If you're not rooting for Ryan Garcia this weekend, I don't know where you at. So there's a big fight. You know what? We're going to talk about what to watch during weekend hobnobbing, get you ready for the weekend in the world of sports and pop culture plus. Which NFL teams have the nervous farts? <laughs> which ones are going to be given Tech Mobile high fives? We have a lot to get to
1: today. Can we fit it all in? I certainly hope so. Danny G, I just realized first Come of all room. Super producing as always. What's hey, up, Danny up? Oh, happy Friday. I realized uh, when I said our buddy Jason Fitz from the Fellas is going to stop by to talk some college football. And then he's like, I love that guy. Then I realized, of course you do. You're both Raiders fans. You're <laughs> both diehard Raiders fans. Hey,
6: that's how we met. I was on the Ben Maller show talking Raiders, shocker, and I get a DM from Fitz saying, dude, I, I'm listening to you right now. I'm glad you're talking Raiders. And since then, that was years
3: ago, we've been good friends. He's a good dude for sure. And, again, he's going to break it down on what you need to know about well, the chaos th- in college there football. There
1: are five games that you you got to realize – the results of these five games could totally give you every combination of four different teams for the college playoff. It's it's unbelievable. And most of all, though, unbelievable. Oh, oh, oh. the nice man. Unbelievable. I mean, most of all, there's so many that play a factor. But starting tonight with Oregon. Washington and then Georgia, Alabama tomorrow. So we're going to get down to some college football, some NFL. I was going to say, whatever we don't get to, a brand new overpromise, we'll do a
3: bonus podcast today. So we're doing it Wednesday, Fridays now. So just join us immediately after the show, 4 p.m. on the West, 7 p.m. on the East on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. Again, bonus podcast Friday. So, Rich, we can relax a little bit. We can have some fun because again, we'll fit it in on the bonus pod. But There was another story that sort of got my attention today. Again, when we woke up all hungover from the holiday party. You know, the bosses here party harder than us. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) They bring it. They bring it. Right? So we had a great time. Woke up, and I'm looking at my phone, and it was a story about LeBron James. And I said, ooh, that sounds juicy. So earlier this week, Bronny James was cleared to make a full return to basketball and resume practice next week and return to games soon after with USC. And that's like, ooh, great stories good to see Bronny back. There's some hype there. And then LeBron James, as of today, promised to miss a Lakers game if Bronny's USC debut overlaps. And that made me say, hmm.
1: Well, this is what LeBron James had to say. Take a listen.
6: Looking forward to his first game whenever whenever he's cleared and whenever he's ready to have his first game. I already told my teammates that if they play on the same day we playing, then I'm gonna have to catch them next game. So huh? yeah, I told you on I told y'all on play. Family over everything, champs. I love y'all. But I definitely gotta see Bronny's first, you know, his college game, um, whenever he's cleared and ready to go.
3: You know, I do like the fact that he ran it by his teammates first. You know, that's just the nice thing to do. Like, hey guys. Giving you the heads up because you matter to me, too. But I'm still, but in the same breath, he's like, but I'm still doing yeah, what no, I, I want to do. You know do. it's
1: like? It's like when you or I say, like, hey, uh, you know, I'm planning to go to, like, uh, you know, Mexico with my girlfriend uh, on these days. Is that cool? Uh, I mean, the answer is, yeah, it's going to be cool because you're going to do it regardless. Right. 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 I mean, Le- LeBroni, you know, Bronny James's first game will not be missed by LeBron. Well,
3: again, USC has one home game. December 10th, so most likely he'd be on the road going to see Bronny if and when it happens. So this is a question of work-life and balance. Work-life balance, is LeBron James doing the right thing? It's nice to say family first. It's a great sentiment. I get it. But, you know, the average fella also has to bring home the bacon. He's not an average fella. He's not an average fella. So I, I sort of understand, hey, he's devoted a lot to the NBA, a lot to this team um a lot to the lakers
1: so has he earned the right to say oh, i don't care what anyone thinks anyway i think everyone's earned that right to put family first forget it forget just lebron james i think anyone wherever you work yeah, well, you well, are just I, a I, number no, 99, I think, 99% I think you're of people a
3: major part of lebron though. Yeah, yeah no one cares if certain people show up to the office But people have paid good money to see him play for the Lakers. You can't discount that. He's giving you a heads up. That's why it's a story. So, okay, if I already bought tickets, now what am I supposed to do? Put them on uh, eBay because LeBron wants to be a dad. He also has an obligation as a professional NBA player and makes great money for that. I'm just giving you the flip side. Of course I see, just for the record, you know, I'm a dad. Rich is a dad. Danny G has a brand new baby right there. Of course, we all want to be great dads and we want to be present
1: fathers. I think babies are all brand new, by the way. Brand new. They're baby. all sort of brand new. I'm trying to stay out of the house. <laughs> I'm a big baby and Danny, I'm 47. Danny G's baby <laughs> still has the tag on it. That's huh? how it's put. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big man baby. Yeah. Nothing brand new about that's me. On it, right? Remember,
6: yeah. this is what Kobe used to talk about how he would think about family families and kids saving up their money to go to that one NBA game that season and he didn't want to miss that one game that they saved up for. Isn't
3: that a, a big Mickey Mantle quote too like uh, yeah. that got him out in the field that made him play hard because that could be someone's first time at a game or seeing him play and he wants
1: to give his best. I'll find the quote. I mean those are adorable sentiments huh. and very sweet stories. I'm just saying it's not adorable. It's true. If people are
3: people. Thousands of people are using their hard-earned money to support that guy to see him play. So you can't discount it because he wants to be a righteous dad. He's a great dad. No one's questioning that.
1: He's a righteous dude.
3: He's a righteous dude. (laughs) You know, I like LeBron James in how he handles his family uh, obligations. I do. But you can't just discredit the fact that thousands of people are hoping to see him play that day. You know, you do understand. Oh, well, I get it. guess he wants to be there. How does it make you feel? LeBron acting too big for his britches, or does that seem like the natural, normal thing to do? His, his kid, his son, who he's so proud of, he's so invested in, as he should be, is making his college debut in the next few
1: days. Now, players on the regular, you got to differentiate 50 years ago compared to now. Okay. You got to think of like, oh, what would your dad or grandpa think versus what do people think now? Because society changes, what's the norm changes, what the expectation is changes. Dude, the NBA has been criticized for load management. Guys take a day off when they uh, stub their toe in the bathroom. Players take paternity leave without question, which I think is fair. Yeah, but that's soft behavior. We can't like
3: sort of... Bring that up just to justify these decisions. You you admit over and over again, you don't like that, right? You don't like that. Um, so are we just can accept it
1: just because it is what it is. I think we learned during COVID, not just you and I, everyone, the collective us, learned that sadly, too many times you're just a number where you work. As the old phrase goes, God forbid you died. Your body wouldn't have been cold yet, and your job listing would be on. You know, some website. That is true. We all lived it. I
3: mean, Rich and I especially lived it. We're like, wow, we gave years to this company, and they
1: yeah, certain companies they just are quick want to be like, us to
3: go away. Like yesterday, hey, uh, papers. you know, you,
1: you want to take a pay cut? or you want to do this? Or, <laughs> you know, you are. You know, you see companies, no matter what you do for a living. You really are. This is not the olden days where dad worked for the same company for 40, 50 years, retired, got a watch and called it a day. We don't live in that world anymore. People job hop, people prioritize family. And, you know, you see old people always say, no one's going to be on their deathbed and say, hey, I wish I worked longer and more hours. No one's yeah, going to say that they're crap. they're old
3: and they're dying and they don't need the money anymore. You know, during that time span of their life, they needed that money they needed to provide for a family. So, look, I get it. I see both sides, Rich. I do. But something about it does the old school side of me. Like, that's the beauty of Cavino and Rich, right? Yeah. We're right there in the middle where we still speak an old guy's language and an old guy's mentality because we were raised by an older generation of thinking. But we're young enough to see that, yeah, you know, maybe life has changed and you got to stick it to the mon a little bit. Like, hey – got to live your life you got to be there for your family because that job doesn't care about you
1: i get that too but i hear that old school voice i mean voice in occasionally my head. i hear that old school occasionally voice occasionally the people you work for care about you but that's rare when you get in those scenarios you got to embrace it because you know i that's why kids quit part-time jobs all the time. Yes, you could argue, ah, it's a lazier younger generation. You can't be there all the time, dude. You, you,
3: you don't think I missed a few little uh, assemblies and awards that my kid got because I had to work yeah. and it was an important day? I'm you can't st- just dip out every time because your kid's getting a certificate. You can't because you have a job and an obligation. And his job is to be there for millions of fans and thousands of fans live. So his job's even a little more
1: different and demanding than the average fellow's. Yeah, he earned it. He earned it. Roger Clemens, yeah, towards the right. end of his career. He's no if, you're, if you remember, Roger Clemens had in his contract that, like, if he wasn't pitching, he didn't even travel with the team. Hey, the Rocket, we're uh, we're going to play Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm not scheduled to start. I'm sitting this one out. Hey, look, there's other ways to do it. I do appreciate his honesty and his bluntness. I mean, it's his family, and I get that, right? When you have power... But wasn't there a story about... When you have power and clout, you call the shots. If Colin Cowherd tomorrow said, you know what I want to do? I want to do the show for the next month from my kitchen table. What do you think? The bosses would be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess show sure, up. Sure, you're Colin Cowherd. There's few people that have the ability to call the shots, and LeBron James could say, I've played 1,440 games over 21 years I'm missing one game because my son makes his college debut within the same year of him having a heart situation. Dan Beyer, what are your thoughts on this That's
5: week? what I was just going to ask you, Cavino. Does the health of Bronny James change it at all? Because it's not just like it's a debut. They may they could have lost him this past That's summer. That's a that
3: really, really great point that I'm glad we're addressing because that is a horse of a different color. It does make you say, you know, this is not just a debut. This is... His comeback from a really scary situation. Now, just as we need to explore that, I have to give you the flip side of what other people are thinking. You don't think there's so many people pointing at the radio to like, school LeBron, he's got to get out there and play. There's plenty of people thinking that. I think that sentiment is out there, but I think If it wasn't,
1: Rich, it wouldn't be a story. I think it's less than
3: you think, though. Dude, if it was just, hey, so matter of fact, it wouldn't be a headline. It's a headline because it's very divisive. It's like, hey, you have to work. There's people that care. You know, you can't just take off all the time. But you're right, Dan Byer. I think that plays a major factor in people maybe laying off it a little bit. And if we could bring that to light some
1: more, um, so be it. But always keep in mind something. Always keep in mind that there are very few people and very few moments in your life where you have some type of advantage over your employer or some type of uh, ability to call the shots. And when you do, you can't get mad at the person for doing it.
3: Right? You can't. And there's a story, though. There's another story, a legendary story. Yesterday was Bo Jackson's 61st birthday. We paid a little tribute to him. If you missed it, catch it on the podcast. No one greater in his prime than Bo Jackson. There was a story that he got ejected on purpose one time just so he could be there for the birth of his child. <laughs> Did you ever hear that story? I, I thought it was a great yeah. story. I've heard it. Have you so, heard this, Danny? Those are the lengths that players used to go because it was yeah. such a stigma of, yo, man, you can't miss out on things like that. And we do live it in a different time, so I do understand. We just got to explore all angles as to why this is even a thing. I think today
6: with so much surrounding like mental health and – all of that, you have to give players a pass here and there because otherwise we would just be like old people who basically have no care about you know people's well-being mentally and, and just being burned out at a
1: job. No, That's true. Danny, Covino, and I'm not throwing him under the bus, I think two years ago here on Fox Sports Radio, when we first sort of started, Covino wasn't even against it, but he just sort of speculated the Mets' Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil on the Mets during a pennant race went on paternity leave when the team had injuries and they were in the mix with the Braves and Phillies. And Cavino just said, "Eh, it's a little soft. No. And the feedback we got from the younger generations, like I believe people are calling you like a caveman for even suggesting. Because the headlines, this
3: actually went viral on Fox Sports Radio. The headlines and the feedback twisted what I said into – that I said he shouldn't be there for the birth of his child, which I never said, never said. I did question the amount of days he was going to be gone. That's you were like what I Jason questioned.
6: Kelsey's wife.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I questioned, questioned poor Cavino. <laughs> his words twisted. No, no, no. But I did. I questioned the amount of time. No one ever debated should he be I like, like that's it was, obvious. It was like three days, right? That he was taking for for yeah, paternity. You know, hey. If I remember correctly. You know, get back on the field after a few days. Um, anyway, <laughs> you know, like I said. Work to me, maybe it's also the way I was brought up, work to me is a priority. Just as family is a priority. So, yeah, you want to be there for your family, but you have to show up for your job as well. Again, it's how I was raised. Work always came first. My family, it wasn't family came first. That's a given, right? They're my family. That's my blood. That's my brother. That's my mom and dad. That's a given. You know what my parents taught me growing up? Maybe it's cultural. You know, my dad's an Italian guy. My mom's a hardworking Mexican woman. Work. Your work comes first. Your work comes first. So it's ingrained in me that work comes first. Family is my
1: family. You know, that, yep. that's my family. That's a given. But, but you know what, but Danny? Have- I used to be the guy that worked on holidays. Every extra moment I could just be, oh, I want to make sure the boss knows I'm in it. Yeah. Now that I have kids... <laughs> I am I, never gonna miss an important moment. You only stay out for. I, gonna, I, Rich, I, you're I, gonna. I will never miss an important. Yes, moment. you I will. Did, I did the same what are you thing. You going to take off every no. time your yeah, your, spot, your daughter has something. I did the same the thing for can my. speak on this, My yeah.
6: previous. I did the same thing for my previous employer, and let me tell you what they had no problems getting me on a Zoom call and firing me without hesitation. So yeah. it's it, the time you invest. You know, having encountered a very like big health issue and reassessing, like, the importance of a work-life balance, you... Work to live. You don't live to work. There has to be. There's a little slider that goes between yeah. life and work, and it needs to be a little bit more towards oh, life sometimes. I'd like to see you live And it money. needs to be a little bit more well, towards work sometimes. It, and doesn't, it family, doesn't mean you shouldn't have integrity yes, and loyalty to your employer and absolutely. get there early and be prepared. What it is is with it major important life. Yes, that's why I said it's you know, a slider. And that's yeah. why and I you move agree it. With you don't
1: lock it in. I agree that
3: LeBron you move it. it. Yeah, but not yeah. everybody earns it. LeBron's earned. It. He's earned it. He's yeah. freaking earned it, and his son had a health scare. You you add all these things together, it's like beat it. He's doing the right thing. And, you know, again, as we explore all angles of this, <laughs> I will say there was uh, one time where I chose work over family, and everybody at work insisted, no, dude, go. Are
1: I'll are you give you the story. Me? We were at ESPN, right? We were at ESPN. But we ESPN, were new at ESPN. And we were able to get through our connections at SiriusXM, Cavino. And his daughter to go to an exclusive Billie Eilish private show with a meet and greet. And Cavino's daughter at the time loved Billie Eilish. And I'm like, dude, you're going. Kavino's like, yeah, but we have our show tonight. And I'm like, I'll do the show without you. Take your daughter. I, I'm not letting you miss this. You're gonna regret it. Yeah. He went with his daughter. Within a year, I COVID COVID, about it. COVID happened. Within a year, budget cuts later.
3: Are you glad you went? I'm so glad I went with my daughter because it meant the world to her, and she needed a win at that time. We needed a win as a father-daughter situation. So I do, I want to make it very clear, I do see both sides yeah. to those stories. You know, you got to be there for your kid, but you can't always be I mean, there, not there for not, your kid. Not, not every little uh, yeah, Friday you know, morning assembly, <laughs> but I get it. You can't be there for every single That's thing. Right. You just can't because you have obligations. But you better make sure you've earned it. Not everybody's LeBron. That's where society gets it twisted. Right. Because you're not. I agree with that statement.
5: You know, there's there's (laughs) also another angle to this, guys. Does this put pressure on USC to debut Bronny on a day that LeBron doesn't play? Oh. Or does LeBron (laughs) know that Bronny's probably not going to come back on a day and puts the story out there to sound like he's dad of the year? Oh, that's yeah. It's there, all about that the spin. Right, there's Empire. other
1: layers. There's other layers, all Dan. All that yeah. spin. You know what I was watching with my daughter the other night uh, for the Leo. first time? Leo on I, Netflix. I'm going to watch that this weekend. A but great one. I watched Elf. I, my daughter, for the first time, she's six. We watch Elf. And you remember the scene where it's, uh, it's the book editor played by uh, Tyrion. What's his name? Uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Plays the big book executive. Tyrion. Tyrion.
6: Tyrion, yeah. You remember that,
1: but not an actual name. <laughs> <Think laughs> like, you no, know, Tyrion from Game of Thrones.
6: You
3: know, Tyrion. Yeah. You know,
1: the biggest show of the last decade? Remember when, when I... he was on Elf? Was his best acting job ever. It was great. Call yeah. me Elf one more time. Do you remember the whole point was he was the big, powerful executive. Remember he called the meeting That's on right. Christmas Eve? And it's like, on Christmas Eve? And the dad's like, I got to work Christmas Eve. But dad, what about Christmas? Like, there's always like a, a, a family work, like... Yeah. Do you go to the, Work how, many, life balance. How, many, how many like rom-coms end with someone leaving their job to be like, Ooh, I gotta be there. It's a Hallmark there. movie in the making. I know. So yeah. what I'm saying is work-life balance, more so now than ever. You're right. You have to earn it. And I think that's what we could put a bow in this conversation with. If you are the LeBron of your industry, or you feel I like, mean, if you feel like you're a hard worker and do the right thing. Right. When you're there, you give it 110%. You've earned
3: the ability to say... You know what? I need to skip this out. And your boss, if you have a good boss and he's not a Ebenezer Scrooge, will understand because they know you give everything you got when you're there. You show up.
6: Yeah, and I gotta say we have a good boss when it comes to life yes. events.
1: Without a and doubt. you tell him, "Hey, oh, yeah, I yeah, have you know, this finally. going on."
6: <laughs> yeah, and it's the first time in radio I've had a boss like right? that. And, and you know what? He was where also- he actually gives a crap about my family, and I've never been at a radio station where it was like that. No, but that's, well, it's that's awesome. pretty. It's
1: pretty cool. And he also gave us extra coal for the fire <laughs> in here. <laughs> come, oh, Mr. Scrooge. No, but it's it,
3: another. It, yeah, another know- job I felt like Bob Cratchit, just trying to get ahead. <laughs> so, that is that his name? So right?
1: LeBron, how much? A- if you want to hear the clip one more time, Lorena, hit it.
3: I'm looking forward to his first game whenever
6: whenever he's cleared and whenever he's ready to have his first game. I already told my teammates that if they play on the same day we're playing, then I'm gonna have to catch them next game. So huh? yeah, I told you on I told y'all on the play. Family over everything, champs. I love y'all. But I definitely gotta see Bronny's first, you know, his college game um, whenever he's cleared and ready to go.
3: And you, you know, know what, what uh, really seals the deal though? The fact that it's his son's not only debut. Yeah. It's his son's recovery, his comeback. Oh, yeah. They had a scare that really
1: sealed. that mixed with LeBron earned it. There we go. All right. Well, coming up, we're gonna to talk to our buddy Jason Fitz from the Fellas here on Fox Sports Radio. He's a college sports expert. We're gonna talk some. You're gonna say football. nerd. You're, I saw you. College <laughs> sports. I nerd. Rich went,
3: expert. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, we'll get our buddy Fitz on next. We'll talk about everything from Oregon, Washington, kicking off tonight. The chaos that yeah. we want to happen. And Raiders. And college trouble. And Raiders, because Danny G and him are Raiders nerds. Uh, more next, right here on Cavino and Rich.
3: All right, now, every man needs an edge. Other guy working on his edge right now, whether you have one or not. Testosterone levels are at an all time low, and individual T levels in men decline 1% or more every year with age. Thankfully, there's a new chance. Champion of natural testosterone boosters, Chalk.
1: We just had a chalked up conversation about LeBron and Bronny. Look at that. Chalk, the male vitality stack that will improve your testosterone 20% in 90 days. Plus, they got the pre workout Chad mode, which gets you all fired up at the gym. And they make sure all their ingredients are quality. Top-level stuff at Chalk. Maximize your energy, your laser focus, and get higher testosterone levels with Chalk. Chalk Chalk.com. Go there now.
3: Use code CRSHOW, 35% off any Chalk subscription for life, SC. Chalk.com, code CRSHOW, 35% off, and subscriptions are cancelable at any time.
6: the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: What? Come on, come on! (laughs) It's (laughs) Covino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Tyrac.com studios. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, sleigh, and more. (laughs) All <laughs> your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. Happy holidays. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like DMX. Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer. In my family, it was always Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby, whose name is Bingleberry, by the way. A lot yeah, of people b- don't know that. Yeah. Bingleberry Crosby, Karen Carpenter. She sang some wonderful Christmas albums. And of course, uh, DMX. Yeah. Wait,
1: what's in Des Bryant? Is it that Desilberry Bryant? Desilberry. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> another
3: uh, Another Fun great fact. name. A lot of people don't know that. Anyway, I'm Steve Cavino. That's Rich Doodle Davis. That's his real name. Uh, Rich Davis is Fox Sports Radio. Danny G, super producing La Reina Spot. Dan Byer. And we welcome a very special
1: guest a guy that is going to break down college football chaos better than anyone I know. I was like, you know what? Who should we have on the show today to really make sense of this? He's from the fellas, he's our old school buddy. Jason Fitz everyone what's, what's, up? Fitz? what's up Fitz so
4: it, it is look before we get into any college football it has come to my attention from mutual friends that we were just listening to you before I connected that you may have been debating whether or not I'm an expert or a nerd, and I don't know how I feel about this, boys, because, you know... Hey, like, why I, not I'm both? Just saying, I, well, I'm just saying, like, I think we can agree as a community here, with all love, Rich Davis has the nerdiest voice in all of Sports Talk Radio, so like, I don't think I can be called... A, like, <laughs> You know what? It's, just, it's just oh, definitive. There's burn. a line in the sand.
1: I can't argue that, Fitz. I can't argue that. Now, I thought of you, buddy, because, you know, we've always been good buds, and no one knows more about college football than you, in my opinion, so when we enter the chaos starting tonight, Oregon, Washington, is this the best weekend of college football in a long time?
4: It is, and honestly, I've been covering the playoff now for years, right? I don't think this there's ever been a more challenging weekend than you will see this weekend for the college football playoff committee. And what a lot of people don't realize is this is the only weekend the committee sits together in the rooms to watch the games. The rest of the time, they have iPads, they have technology, they have ways they can watch. But this weekend, they are all in Texas. They all watch together, and that's why, like the eye test, as much as we talk about that all the time, the eye test really matters this weekend because you. Have 13 people watching together in a room and you know that if somebody's got a strong opinion about one team or another it will be enforced in that room while they're watching it so this is the most consequential weekend we've seen in college football in years so
1: what you're saying they all have to put pants on
4: well, I mean, they, they, I, they, I, I don't know what the HR rules are. I mean, it would probably be, I, I would think that would be, at least when I did the mock committee, it, not wearing pants was frowned upon. Okay. I can tell you that's that. That's fair. You no, know? uh, no, <laughs>
3: at least sweatpants. Rich always wears sweatpants. I'm, that's lazy. With joggers
4: man. or sweatpants? No. Because joggers Rich wears,
3: are fashionable. The pandemic has made Rich so lazy where he just wears sweatpants everywhere he goes.
1: Okay. Is this, is this all about me or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, Fitz, let's talk about one game at a time here. Um I want to start with Tamar, just because I feel like if Alabama beats Georgia, would that be what creates the most chaos?
4: So that's part of the chaos, but here's the thing. I genuinely believe that Alabama can beat Georgia – win the SEC championship and not get into the college football playoff. I
1: cuz I wonder how could Georgia go from one most of the year and then lose to Alabama and be out. That seems a, a harsh, no?
4: No, I'm going to go one extra level. I think if Alabama beats Georgia, they both miss the playoff. There won't be an SEC team. And everybody tells me I'm crazy, but here's the thing. Look so far at what we've seen. Michigan just got the biggest win we've seen all year by beating Ohio State, right? You beat the mm-hmm. number 3 team at the time. That's supposed to be this huge bonus like you got this win that nobody can top and it did not vault Michigan ahead of Alabama. So the committee is telling you right there that they don't value big wins the way we think they might. And then the other portion of this is every single week of the playoff, Texas has been ahead of Alabama in the rankings every week. Why? Because they both have one loss, but Texas beat them head-to-head. And this isn't one of those beat them head-to-head a long time ago with the quarterback injury or any of those things. Same two teams, same group of players, Texas won the head-to-head. So if Alabama wins uh, and beats Georgia for the SEC championship and Texas wins the Big 12. Texas would go into the college football playoff before Alabama does because they have a head-to-head win and they should for having that head-to-head win. So, Michigan
1: favored by over 3 touchdowns at Iowa. That should be Michigan we consider that is that the closest thing to a lock of the four teams because it seems like like it could be anyone.
4: Oh yeah, I mean, I, so like Michigan... I was gonna go out. I was gonna go out and put a little, like you know, to take Santa's bag and just unlo- unload it on that game. And the odds are just so terrible. Like there's just no point, you know. You're throwing a ton of money at basically nothing, right? Michigan's mm-hmm. a huge favorite because Iowa can't score on anybody. Like you can be favored by three touchdowns. Good news is all you're gonna have to do is score three touchdowns to win by three touchdowns against this Iowa offense. It's it's dreadful. So yeah, Michigan's gonna roll, and there won't be any question. Like Michigan has cemented this, and by the end of the weekend, they have a really good shot at being the number one team.
1: Florida State, Louisville, any upset special happening or is Florida State in you think if they win or is there a way there on the outside looking in?
4: Yeah, so Florida State is not in if they win, in my opinion, because the eye test, I'm going to go back to that, and because they're without their starting quarterback, and now the breaking news seems to be that uh, Rodemick, the backup quarterback, is doubtful at this point. He's still in concussion protocol. They're not sure if he's going to play. So if you're the committee, you've had to deal with this before. Remember, they are actually told in writing, one of the things that they are told to consider is who is or isn't available. They can also consider who was or wasn't available in prior games. So that means if you're looking at Florida State. That's
1: a key point because if Florida Florida State has this, you know, perfect record, but they're missing the guys that got them there. That could have them. That could be, you know, donezo for Florida State just based
4: on that. because you'd have to ask yourself, and everybody wants to say, well, if you win a conference championship, you can't be left out. Well, yeah, you can because there was Power Five Conference and only four playoff spots. So there was always this possibility. And then people will say, it's never happened before. I I don't really care about that. We haven't been in this situation. So I think if Florida wins an ugly football game, yeah, the committee will look at it and ask themselves a really tough question. On a neutral field today, would you take Florida State or would you take Texas? Would you take Florida State or would you take Alabama And my answer to both of those would be Texas and Alabama. So you have to give that some level of of equity in this conversation. So, yeah, I I think – and by the way, I think Louisville's going to win this football game. But if Florida State does pull it out, I think Florida State's going to have to win in a way that the committee can be comfortable justifying putting them in.
3: I know your answer, fits as I don't know, all of them. But if you were to watch one game, because later in the show we talk weekend hobnobbing, like what you need to watch, which is the must-watch this weekend?
4: Tonight. I mean, Pac-12 championship. Yeah, this is this is so because multiple things. Are that gonna is be nine, and things. Number, nine and a half a big number. Nine and a half seems like a big number. It's huge. But if you're Oregon, this is your shot. And again, I'll go back to the history of the committee. In the past, when a team is lost, but they avenge that loss in the championship game, oh, everybody loves that. It's like a, you know, it's a nice little comeback story. It's like an Avengers movie, like everybody's all in on it, right? So th- there is some level of Oregon has the opportunity to go out, right the wrong, beat Washington. If they do that and Bo Nix continues to put up video game-like numbers, he's going to win the Heisman, right? And, and then conversely, if Washington finishes this season undefeated and Washington goes out and gets this win over Oregon, that's going to be a quality win right now. Like if you look at the way the committee has them ranked, That'll be ranked enough that Washington's going to say, hey, we deserve a shot at the number one spot. And Michael Bennett Jr. is going to say, I deserve a spot at the Heisman. I mean, this is, these are two teams. This, this isn't the back 12 from five, six, seven years ago. These are two teams that are capable of playing some defense. Oregon right now, I think if, if, if I was just taking records out the window and was picking my final four, Oregon would be in it. They are, they are clearly one of the four best teams in the country. They can prove it tonight. And if they don't, Washington vaults. And if they do, Oregon's going to get into this playoff. No is this what.
1: chaos just? proof that the timing of the expanded playoff next year is perfect or do we love this cast is this chaos part of the fun
4: it is, and and the funny thing is, I was talking to you know our buddy Mike O'Leary Jr. the other day, and we were joking about the fact that when we used to do rankings reaction shows for ESPN at the time, that we would sit there for an hour beforehand and be like, man, what are we going to talk about tonight? Because it's the same top four, and we all know there's only two good teams every year. This is the perfect year because of the playoff next year. Like this is one of those years where there are plenty of like if Alabama is left out on the outside looking in, if Texas is left on the outside looking in, these are going to be fan bases that are absolutely angry and if there were an expanded playoff this year we would be you know stoked to Fitz it games.
1: would be like looking back if you are a baseball fan look back to the 90s and stuff where there were eight in the 80s where your teams would have 90 something wins and there was no wild card
4: sort yep. of a similar thought right yeah and, little... and, and I think it, it adds to the, the spice of the season too like next year you get late in the season just getting it think about the way we look at the NFL at the end of the year it doesn't matter if you're good it's can you get a wild card right so like I, I think there's this is going to help grow the game
3: well, thank you, Jason Fitz. Again, the fellas with Anthony Gargano, Saturday mornings right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's great to hear from you, man, and Yo, thank you for getting us pumped. I'm a little sad we'll be, we're gonna, not going to be able to watch the game live tonight because yeah, we're going to be at Jingle Ball. Tonight we're taking our daughters yeah, to Jingle Ball, but oh you know what? God,
4: Jingle Ball is so cool. I, That's know, awesome. I know. It's so awesome they get together. We're going to that,
1: but tomorrow I'm excited about Georgia, Alabama, all these games. Fitz, we're going to go to our boy Dan bai for an update, but real quick, since you and Danny G are uh, nerdy Raiders fans together, do you want to keep Antonio Pierce or no?
4: Uh, I I want him to have every opportunity to win the job. I also want you to apologize for your terrible Raiders ticks. Like we need a Raider Power Hour on the show. Can, can I tell you what are we doing? I what, what what are I, I, doing?
1: S- I love that you left a comment hating my Raiders
6: ticks. <laughs> uh, Rich had the famous post that the Raiders aren't cool anymore. That's
4: right. But, oh, then, but then a
6: few days later, they, were they cool fired yet. everybody and hired Antonio Pierce. He's like, wait, they're cool now. They're
4: cool again. There's one thing we all know definitively. Rich would never give the Raiders aren't cool take to AP's face. I'm just saying Antonio Pierce would walk up and Rich would be like, no, 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 you're cool. I I agree completely. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Jason Fitz. Fitz, Thank uh, you, boys. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your college football.
1: Dan Beyer, what's going on, my friend? Hey, Dan.
5: Guys, you touched on a lot of college football, so I'll deal with the pro stuff. Joe Flacco going to start for the Browns coming up on Sunday Ow. against the Rams because Dorian Thompson Robinson out with a concussion. Packers running back. Aaron Jones not going to play against the Chiefs on Sunday night. He's been ruled out because of a knee injury. As for Chargers, wide receiver Keenan Allen considered questionable to play against the Patriots. He has a quad issue. Texans are banged up in their receiving courts. Tank Dell and Noah Brown, questionable to face the Broncos. While tight end Dalton Schultz has been ruled out of the game. He is not going to play Sunday. Cardinals tight end Trey McBride and wide receiver Marquise Brown, questionable to go against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Some injury news in the NBA. No game tonight for Spurs center Victor Wembanyama out against the Pelicans because of a sore hip. Now, the Sixers and Celtics will play in Boston. Something to watch here as Tyrese Maxey is now questionable for the game because of an illness. This. Joel Embiid already listed as questionable for tonight and Luka Doncic will not play tonight. He and his fiance welcomed a baby girl to the world earlier today, their first child together. Oh come on, Gabriella. he's, gotta he's no, got to play. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> joking, joking, joking. He is out against Memphis and Tiger Woods 10 back after two rounds of play at the Hero World Challenge. Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth lead at 9 under. Back to you guys.
1: Hey Yo, know, Dan Byer, I'm telling you in all the storylines of this year's NFL that we, you know, love, and you know, Dobbs was the recent one. that might that might be fizzling. I'm predicting the next storyline. Oh, let's hear it. The rebirth of Joe Flacco. oh. Imagine like you know. Imagine all of a sudden he finds some magic with the with the Browns because they're a good team. They have a great defense, much like the Ravens team Joe Flacco was on. So imagine it's the rebirth of Flacco. I mean, it's possible. Right? I, I mean, wouldn't root. Ag- I wouldn't root against any fun story yeah. like that. So you never right. know. Thank you, DB. Right, we have more Kavino on Rich coming up next. We'll talk about what team should be nervous going into Week 13 of the NFL. So hang tight. CNR on FSR now. Testosterone levels in every dude are at an all time low levels of testosterone decline 1% or more every year with age and thankfully we have a new champion of natural testosterone boosters, Chuck. A lot of people chocked up for college football
3: tonight and tomorrow and there's a big fight Garcia fights this weekend I'm always chocked up for a good fight you gotta get chocked up when you're going to the gym you need that male vitality stack look how stacked I look (laughs) I'm on the daily, the ashwagandha and the Toncat. stack it up, stack it up, stack it up and if you want to be in Chad mode You want to feel like Chad at the office, and you want to get a better workout, there's that new pre-workout, Chad Mode. So check that out. It boosts testosterone 20% in 90 days. The Male Vitality Stack. Reclaim your game with higher T. Maximize energy and laser focus. Chalk.com. Go there now. CR shows the code again. 35% off your subscription for life. Code CRSHOW. 35% off. Subscriptions cancelable at any time.
1: Is this a trapped version of a Christmas classic? (laughs) I love it. Heck yes it is. Yep. Yeah. Mistletoes
3: hung. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the Tyrac.com studios is Cavino and Rich on Fox yeah. Sports Radio football fans. Be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio every Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff for Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. They'll have you covered right before all Saturday and Sunday games all the way through Super Bowl Sunday. You can listen to Countdown to Kickoff weekend mornings beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern on Sunday, right here on Fox Sports Radio in the iHeartRadio app. We got La Reina on the ones and twos.
1: Our buddy Jason Fitz, who just hit us up, he's on The Fellas every Saturday morning, 5 to 9 Eastern. Really good dude. And, you know, I'm really excited about college football this weekend. Now, listen, I'm not going to be you. I'm an NFL guy at heart. But I'll always watch a good college football game. I watch casually. NFL, I watch like a diehard maniac.
3: I mean, I think any sports fan should tune into any big game. I'm not a big hockey fan, but if you tell
1: me, you know, it's a big game, it's a do or die no, situation, but, I'll have it on. But I, but I think the key with the college football situation right now is that usually, Danny J, damn bye, you'd agree that usually. Maybe three of the four playoff teams are locked unless something crazy happens. This year, yeah, it's like impossible to even – Georgia could be the one seed or Georgia could be out. Alabama wins, chaos ensues. If Florida State wins, they're undefeated, but they have a backup quarterback. And as Fitz said, the eye test may have the committee say, well, uh, they, they shouldn't be in it. I don't feel that it's too
5: different than other years. I think it's just now trying to decide on the Texas-Alabama matchup that is so key if Alabama wins yeah. or so what happens for Texas. I think Oregon and Washington sorts itself out. Um, and then just how do you look at Florida State? If they're going to be down to the third string quarterback, I think that kind of settles it, it out.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the the eye test, like like we were saying with Fitz, in that yeah, it, it's never going to happen in another sport because the team just plays it out but if you have a let's say you had a team that went to the postseason in any other sport and you found out like oh they're on their third string quarterback or they their top three pitchers in their rotation are out it would be like saying well then they shouldn't be in the postseason yeah but it makes sense though in college football like why would you just give up a spot to a Florida State team with a third string quarterback would never compete with some of these teams
5: on the surface but then you tell Florida State well you accomplished everything that you wanted to up until that point that's always the debate of who deserves it uh, for what they've accomplished and who people think are the four best teams, and that's always the back and forth. That will kind of go away with the twelve. team well, Will
1: the twelve team situation kill that drama, or are we going to then be dopes and argue about like they should be the twelve seed? I don't think anyone's um, gonna. I don't think anyone's if this gonna, is gonna get
3: sports talk. It, we're probably going to be dopes and argue about it because that's what people do. Yeah, all the time.
1: But what I'm saying, like, you could argue a, a team should be in the top well, four, but I don't think anyone's going to be fighting over. They should be the 12 seed.
5: Here, I'll, I'll just say this: I think next year the question's going to be, let's take a Louisville team. Basically, he's playing a meaningless game for them, except to win the conference. But if they were to lose to Florida State, that could knock them out of the, you know, top 12 of next yeah. year. I, Oregon, excuse me, Oregon, Washington, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, they'd already be in the bracket. You're just kind of jockeying for buys in that situation. Those are the debates and things that could be chaotic
3: next yeah. year. Hey, speaking of college sports and speaking of Louisville, 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 as Lovell. Dan Meyer said. Louisville. Are you guys familiar with Tightgate?
1: Oh, oh this, yeah. This yeah. is a wild
3: story. I, and I ain't playing. Yeah, Gate is a story that we got to get to, Rich. Louisville Cardinals. Coach Kenny Payne, Tight Gate. I wanna know your thoughts on this. One of their star players allegedly, supposedly, didn't want to take the court. Freshman guard Ty Lord Johnson because he didn't have the proper tights. Like his like his undergarments? Like yeah. his like his- So that's a story in itself, right? But then like the coach sort of threw his player under the bus by saying, I don't know if I should say this, but
1: here's what's going but on. Here's
3: what's going on. Yeah. So there's so many angles to the story. Look, they ended up winning the game, but because this kid finally went out there and tore it up in the second half. Now, when I say tights, I mean those like compression pants, yeah. right? So that's why. And he's maybe insinuating that it was like an aesthetic sort of thing. Like he just wanted his pants, but he may have had a groin issue too. So Tight gate is getting a little juicy.
1: I want to know what Fox Sports Radio Nation thinks about it. Do you say juicy and man tights in the same sentence? I absolutely did. Uh, uh, all right. We have more. See next. Fox Sports Radio. It's Friday. Let's go.
0: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.